I've been telling everyone today, my friend got an A plus for improv. Oh. I'm not speaking to anyone. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, yes, and. I, I I wrote out a spec for this and everything. Um, I, I've I've got this idea for a documentary about a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. who who isn't really a stand-up comedian who's just kind of doing shitty gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put together a DVD of them, an actual physical DVD. Mm-hmm. It has to be a physical DVD, of course. Um, and we try and release it for Christmas because. Mm-hmm. Stand-up is like the last bastion of the DVD industry. You're absolutely right. It is, weirdly. You buy you buy a DVD that's mildly offensive, <laughs> but family-friendly. So it needs to be on the low end of the spectrum. Yeah. No, but it doesn't it be blue. It can't be blue. It's just got to, it's just got to, just, yeah. just kiss blue. Yes. Kiss the blue. Just whisper Whis- towards. Yes. Sees a bit of blue there, and it kind of like gives a bit of side eye to it, and goes, "Hey, I see you there, being all blue. You saw the blue, didn't you? I'm not looking straight at it. I'm not going to go there. But you saw it. You, you saw, saw, it. saw it. We saw it. We both saw it. Now, yeah. <laughs> Arena stand-ups mm-hmm. with their DVDs. That's like that's the only thing that physical media because it's it's a gift. Yes, at Christmas. So I've got this. I've got this idea about about getting a stand-up who's just a club comedian and putting together a DVD and trying to get it into HMV. Yeah, man. Why not? I'm obsessed with it as a concept. Speak to James Cook. Yeah, well, I think we need to speak to James Cook anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, he he would play quite well in that. Yeah, slightly bigger than I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go for someone who was even smaller time than him. That's what I was looking. Uh, <laughs> oh, see, I, mean, I was I was going to suggest someone then, but I just realised he got a really good write up at it for his Edinburgh show. Well, um, maybe maybe you do that, but there's so th- there's there's an interesting documentary you can make about uh, about physical material culture mm. and what that means in the digital world. So um, everybody has their Apple TV. And their and their device and their Amazon account and their Google account and they're buying things through those things when they want to consume them mm-hmm. because they're convenient uh, or they're just waiting for it to come onto their Netflix. But you still have to give something to somebody. Yes. When Christmas comes around, and so like I I, I basically send my brother a DVD every Christmas for a film that I don't think he's seen in the cinema yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I want to, I want to give him a gift of something, and he's got subscriptions, and he's got. Yeah, this is what I'm struggling with this year for my brother, Secret Santa. Because yeah, what yeah. what do you? What Dunkirk, do you buy people now? Brother, this year. Yeah. Dunkirk on DVD. That's what I'm getting my brother. It comes out on the, on the 18th. There's just enough time for it to get delivered. It's fine. <laughs> uh, they should have brought that forward a week. I don't know why they didn't. <laughs> not like it's doing great business in the cinema right now. <laughs> it's not yeah. enough budgetary-wise, though. I'll have to find something else to go with it. It's got to be up to £30. £30? Yeah. Secret Santa. Oh, there must be a, a steel case of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so my idea is that you, you could take somebody and you could project them into that space, but you could actually make a documentary that explores that piece of political economy. As and genuine, that, so not as a bit, like as a genuine documentary? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that would be. I think that that whole thing would be really, really, really interesting. It's like a go faster strike, but even more grassroots. 
Yeah, I, I think I think Go Faster Stripe is really interesting as a as a thing that happened. Um, it's still happening. I've got well, uh, well you know, it's, it's still happening, but the f- but the fact that it happened, I think, is really oh, sure. Is, is is great, and the, and the fact that it's it's quite deep in the back catalogue of the people involved yes. as well. Um, I think that's that's great. I think Rich Herring really gets this stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, very much. Um, but yeah, and I've seen I've seen the likes of Buxton start to get on board with um, with back catalogue stuff. Um, but I think next up comedy is a is a potential place for a lot of stuff like that to live. It, if um, the, uh, I mean, I'm kind of surprised actually. It's um, what's the name of the company that we just said? Go faster, Stripe. I'm surprised that they they find they're not very good at early adoption, and they would really do well on on actual on some early adoption. I mean, they should have been on Patreon models when they were on Kickstarter. Um, they you know they were doing 50p badges and stuff when they should have really been on Patreon, and it it would have taken no investment for them to do so. Um, so they struggle with that stuff, and I think it's a real shame because do they, do they struggle. I mean, are we just outwardly projecting onto that? Do they struggle because do people who buy the 50p badges not pay more? Uh, well, you buy a badge and then that's it. You get a badge. Um, whereas if you Okay, I always thought that people were 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 paying more, but taking that reward. I don't. No, I think fifty p badges probably. I think they're a pound. I think the idea is you, you're paying oh, a small a amount. <laughs> yeah, I paid a pound. That's exactly. I think that's exactly where that came from. I paid a pound. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's um, uh, I, I I think to be honest, where I was going with that is they. There are now off-the-shelf Netflixes that you can buy, and uh, Next Up Comedy is one of those. It's an off-the-shelf Netflix um, right. where you load the content into the system and you sell it, and you know presumably this system takes a cut, uh, and it must be because it's all done in dollars, even though it's a UK system. Um, right. And so there's probably not very much investment in that. You probably just have to have a bit of a. You probably need a run, you know, some some kind of running costs for the first few months before you get the revenue up. But it seems like GoFast to Stripe, like take all of their back catalogue that they already own or own with the comedians and put it on one of those off the shelf Netflixes. That seems like the way to go. And maybe partner with British Comedy Guide and uh, with Next Up Comedy. And like if people, and this is the problem, I think maybe it's UK wide. And I always talk about it with being Birmingham, but maybe it's actually just UK wide that people aren't talking to each other and collaborating enough because i think if those three people if or if those three organizations got together they could create something really cool because between british comedy guide go faster stripe and 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 this other thing they've got the the means there of of kind of cornering the market in terms of what's funny that isn't michael mcintyre in the uk right they've got the rest of it sewn up because next up comedy are doing the stuff that even um Go faster, strike one touch. Uh, they're doing the even smaller people like Danielle Ward and Michael Legg and people like that um, that are not big enough for go faster. Um, right. I bought Danny a subscription to that last year for his birthday just because I couldn't Aww. think of any fucking thing else. Um, I don't know if he's watched much from it, but uh, yeah. Get that for your brother then. He's, yeah, he's no, he wouldn't, honestly, he wouldn't sit and. I, I think it's a bit too fiddly, but even even that, like, he he's one of those where he'll watch most of the telly. It, it, it gets watched with his missus, so if his missus isn't into it, it don't get watched. Right. 
Uh, put, put a slap a Patreon on thread and give him a subscription to that. That's fine. Hey. I'll, I'll, I'll take his money. Patreon.com slash give us your fucking thread. Give um, us your thread. Give us your thread. Us, thread us your money. Um, thread, 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 thread us your money. Thread us your money. For God's sake. Can I go to bed? I, I really want to go to bed, mate. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. This has been because I've been Happy speaking. Christmas. I've been speaking quietly. It's been like a, like an under the covers surreptitious chat. Like we've got our torches yeah. under the bedclothes. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I rowed with you about pausing. I'm sorry, I got shirty as well. I <laughs> yeah, I did totally my my bad with having my mute button. I, I thought I turned it back on. <laughs> That's so I've frustrating. Not, that must be pressed, maddening. It's like I've why pressed it before? Why are they ignoring me again? Why are my friends not talking it's, to it's, me? It's the vegetarian story all it, over again. It, it, do you know what? It, it happened when my mic was on, so fucking... Oh, <laughs> sometimes... No, no sometimes um, Skype will just eat, like, especially yeah. when there's three, four people four, online. Four-way chats are hard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it will sometimes um, just eat syllables. And so if I catch it, I try and... Like, Danny was sat there for two minutes oh, he trying was really to say quiet. something. Yeah, he was he was saying, "Oh no, he, he I don't know why he suddenly got really quiet." Um <laughs> Hey bro, do you know what? You're an all-star. On Copen. I I don't really do stuff on Copen, but I put Gridvent on there. Oh, right. Good one. 3,500 views. Dude, nice one, and man. 50, 50 loves. Likes, favorites, hearts is no comments, but 50 hearts, that's quite good numbers for me. That was me making um, celebratory uh, and slapping noises. Quite, oh, that's really quite cool. A lot, quite a lot of forks, so people have taken the code to play with it. That's ace, dude. You deserve it because it's uh, that's, that's a good bit of work. Nice one, man. I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't really mean anything in the world of anything else outside of itself. No, it's, you can't leverage it, but it's nice to get the um, the, the feedback. Yeah, exactly. It's like me and the improv thing. It's like it ain't going to go anywhere, but it's lovely when someone says you were good at a thing, so it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's not that I was particularly good at, at the thing. I just made the thing that people wanted to have a look at. Today. Yeah, but you know, nice. there's not that. There's not going to be tons of people working in CSS Grid, so you know, you've gone and done it. So yeah, and it's not often that I give anything to my community. So it's about no. fucking. I God, I'm so bad at it. Um, the best, I think, the the most popular thing I've ever done, which is on GitHub, mm. um, is uh, Bootstrap Teletext theme. Oh wow! I bet that's got good numbers. It did. It did all right from from what I remember. Yeah, um, it must be around here somewhere. Bootstrap Teletext. I could have sworn that's what it was called. Um, yeah, because I think I think people started forking it and messing around with it. Sometimes I, I get surprised. Actually, there there are some weird um, weird things that people pipe up with. Like there are libraries that I've had on GitHub for for like literally for years and years and years, and and I thought they were just I thought they would just die. I thought they would just go away. And people write to me and like, this doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, I I, I know because it hasn't been touched in a very, very long time. I can't spell teletext. I'm too drunk to type teletext. <laughs> oh, dear. You know it's time for bed when you're too drunk to type teletext. <laughs> tell tell to text. Um, right. Yep. Nerd Christmas is here already. Um if, uh, Santa George Lucas won't drop anything through my chimney if I don't go to bed. No, go to bed and enjoy the fuck out of Star Wars, mate. Oh, mate, I'm so hyped. Oh, good. And I hope you feel better tomorrow. I'm having such a busy week and I'm so tired and I'm so grumpy and, yeah, I cannot wait to wake up and go and see Star Wars. That's the best thing ever. That's, that's proper good. Something to look forward uh, to, mate. What's nice is that I know I'm not going to be disappointed. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's fair. 
in the way I was when I, I, I kind of had an inkling when I went into Sith mm-hmm. and I had an inkling when I went into clones. Uh, I didn't have it when I went into, into Menace, but, you know. <laughs> None of us did. After, after Fence and Menace, I was like, these are going to go, but it's not going to be. It was like me with the Lord of the Rings and then The Hobbit. Um, oh. I, I was not. I was not on really fully on board with the Hobbit anyway, because three films is too many films. One film was was too yeah. much. It should have yeah, been yeah, one yeah. film. Um, yeah, that yeah. was, and it was just greed and nothing more. And so, like, yeah, I had that same kind of thing. Like, I thought I'll give it a go. It's you know what? It's so weird, and I, I will go. But um, I went in wanting to hate Lord of the Rings because I thought this oh, is yes. Hollywood's not going to get it and uh, they're going to fuck it up and I was I was like for, for about 15-20 minutes and came out of it loving it absolutely loving it and then was fully on board and then The Hobbit I wanted to like it I wanted to try and put the effort in and there were there were nice redeemable things there were nice things about it but then by the end I was just like I'm just going to this now and I'm not entirely sure why because it's not good <sighs> And there's a hobbit well, I, that says, I've got this, John. There's a hobbit that says, I've got this. I've got this. I'm never going to watch that film. That was the third one. I think I think the hobbit might be with the... Uh, what's the James Cameron film with the blue people? Oh, Avatar. It is Avatar. I, I, Avatar came into my head and I thought yeah, that yeah, can't yeah. possibly be it. <laughs> um I think that Karina and I are the only people in Christendom who've not seen it. Oh, okay. It's I fine. It's Pocahontas. Because it's made so much money. Mm-hmm. Everyone must have watched it, but we haven't. Yeah. And. It's fine that you haven't watched it. We're avoiding it. But they're making sequels. Yeah, they are. It, it's, and, and what's weird is is it's taken so long to make mm-hmm. them um, but now he's making all of them he's making like he's making a full universe maybe it's because now that's what people do whereas we mm. didn't make universes in 2010 maybe I don't know shared universe all the things yeah because Iron Man hadn't yet maybe it hadn't been proven enough um, but yeah like um, it is it's yeah, it's blue, blue people blue cats um, but it's fine it's it's Pocahontas that's that's the story not my favourite Disney film either, so... Yeah, well, there you go. I've never seen it. Um, I it's must go. cold-hearted <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know. Yeah, me too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, mate. I love you. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Well, I'll record with you next week, but happy Christmas anyway. Bye. <laughs> yes, bye-bye.